You are listening to the Phoenix Podcast with UK life and wellbeing coach Zoe Thompson. Meaningful and light-hearted conversations packed with hints, tips and advice to help you live the life that you want with confidence. Like, subscribe, share and make sure you stay tuned to create the tomorrow you want while learning to love your today. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fire 5 at Phoenix. You are joining me, Zoe Thompson, from Phoenix Life and Wellbeing Coaching. And uh, you are also joined by Helena this morning, who's going to introduce herself in just a moment. So this is Fire 5 at Phoenix. We are recording this live. If you are tuning in and joining us live, either through video um, or listening back, welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. Today, we are talking about values and purpose. So it's our new topic for the month. And this is actually going to wind down this season. So these are the last few episodes on this season. I'm going to take some, take a step back, rethink and come up with something else for season two. So watch this space. So let's not jump ahead of ourselves. Let's uh, finish season one on a high first. And I'm so pleased to have our guest this morning. Helena, please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and the amazing work that you do. Oh, thank you so much. So, uh, yeah, hi everyone. My name is Helena Mitchell. I am a voiceover artist uh, based here in Cheltenham. And as you can see, I'm in my booth at the moment. So, I do a lot of random things. I'm also um, a writer. I have been on tour um, as an actor and dancer with Milkshake and CBBS, which all of those people with young children will know. It's a young kind of kids' TV program touring the country. Um, as Noddy and Fireman Sam and all of those glorious things and yeah lots of sort of comedy kids entertainment uh, writing and voiceover and everything in between so yeah I voiced a couple of um, TV adverts such as Veet, hair removal cream so some people might might recognize my voice um, but yeah most of the time I'm either behind the mic or uh, behind a camera but I do also I'm a big advocate for mental health and uh, chronic illnesses as well. Love that. And I apologise, I pronounced your name. No, it's all right, don't worry. (laughs) I know know Helena, so that was the pronunciation I went with, so I will make sure if I say it again that I say it correctly. It's so important, isn't it? Pronunciation and getting it right. Yeah, that's all right. Don't worry. It's a, it's a very, uh, it's a very common mistake. It's fine. I get it a lot of the time. I'm used to it. Um, but yeah, so talking about values and purpose, I, I just kind of, you know, when you asked me to come on, I thought, oh my goodness, values and purpose. This is such a huge topic and has some massive questions that, you know, many of us are constantly searching for for probably most of our lives. So I thought, my goodness, how can I, how can I come up with just a few amount of questions? Um, but I think the first one, which would be really good to kind of start us off with, is what do you value most about your life in terms of in work and also outside of work? That's a great first question. You're right. It's such a huge topic, isn't it? So I think it'd be really interesting to see how people come up with some questions around yeah. the, around the yeah. topic. So what do I value most in in life, inside and outside of work? I'm not very fortunate being self-employed is that a lot of um, who I am and what I'm about comes through 
in the work that I do. So it's mm-hmm. that advantage, isn't it? Is that I can my core values personally are mirrored through through my business because I get to choose the direction and the vision and how I approach things. So having worked in a bigger organization, which has um, had some shared values and some slightly differing values, it's really nice to be able to to kind of influence that and and be in control of that. Um, My values are around self-improvement, self-development, continuous improvement. Um, I don't, you know, I think for me, it's around not necessarily ever reaching the end point although that's always great but quite often I find that both I and people that I work with when you get close to the end point that you've decided on you're already setting the next one so yeah it's that continuous improvement whatever that looks like I really value my health um having had health challenges over the years thankfully no health is very good um I am you know very very grateful for family and friends who are very supportive so you know just as me person as me as a person but also having set up the business a couple of years ago people who've been really really supportive um there's just so much isn't there but I think Mm -hmm. certainly from um from my my values in terms of work and personal they're actually written down they're by the side they're here in a in a frame so it's making a difference um continuous improvement and positivity those are my three core values Mm. that I um quite often will reflect on whether it's business decisions or whether it's personal decisions I like to do things in a very positive way I like to see what is positive about certain Mm. situations um and you know that the community element is really important as well but that making a difference um obviously reflected in the work that I do and so yeah those are the three those are the three for me it can be hard though can't it it can be hard to kind of it's easier said than done I always say easier said than done in in those kind of tough moments it can be really hard to kind of maintain it so I think that's really good that you've got them um sort of kind of right by your side but for for people that I mean most people probably do know you and your and your life but for those people that don't you've had quite a varied career haven't you so have you found that your values have changed over for inside work and outside work over the course of your varied career life I don't know if they've changed I'm definitely more aware of them now Mm -hmm. I'm definitely more um you know in terms of making sure that what I do and how I do it is in alignment with those values I I guess if you were to speak to people who've known me for a very long period of time, they would probably say that those have always been there. Yeah. And certainly when I look back at times of my life where I haven't been as happy and as fulfilled and I look at those three and I look at other, you know, the kind of Mm. bigger picture, I can see why I wasn't so happy. I can see that some of those things were out of alignment. So I think they have always been there. I think how they have been met or how they have been aligned has changed over the years, but I think they have they have always been there. I think if you know, like I said, if you were to speak to somebody who's known me for a lot longer, they would probably say that that's mirrored in things that I've done and the way that I've done them. But I think I'm much more aware of them now, much more about kind of checking in, checking in with them, and and sort yeah. of making very conscious decisions around them. Whereas I think before. 
I think they probably influenced my choices, but not necessarily consciously. Yeah. So in terms of um, mixing a bit of purpose into that as well, because values and purpose can be sort of aligned and they can also be quite different and you can actually find a sort of battle within yourself in terms of, oh, this is these are my values, but I feel that this is my purpose in life. Do you find that your or have you found that your value and purpose has changed over the years due to the people that you've been surrounded with, whether that's family, friends mm. or colleagues? Has have anyone around you actually influenced your values and your purpose? Great question. Oh, need to really reflect on that one too because mm. um, yeah, some people you know they grow up they grow up yeah. with a certain value they grow up with morals because as we grow up you know we we usually take that from our parents because we don't know mm -hmm. any different so our parents and our immediate family and potentially our friends around us but then as we start to get a bit older and we start to kind of become our own person we maybe then hang around with people that change our viewpoint or we travel the world and we end up changing our yeah. viewpoint and things. So has anyone in particular kind of really influenced you and, and has notably, notif notably influenced you and your purpose or values? I think people have really tested them. Mm. <laughs> if you look at it from a different angle, I think people have really tested them. And I think that's, that's the challenge sometimes, isn't it? Is you don't know how important something is until you have to fight for it, until you have to fight for it to exist in your world and for it yeah. to, to be there. So I think over the years, you know, the things that I have done um, have quite often had that theme running through. And I think there have been certain individuals over the years who have really encouraged me to step into different spaces that, that are definitely in alignment with those mm -hmm. values. I haven't necessarily seen it that way at the time. So I think other people, I think it's the same with capability and ability, isn't it? It's a lot of a lot of the time, other people see our potential before we see it ourselves. And yeah. so I know that over the years, when I was employed, there were, you know, a few key people in that time who really encouraged me to step forward and challenge myself and step forward in different directions because. I think they saw the potential. They saw potentially a bit further down the path than I was able to see. And so I think they've really influenced being able to shape some of the decisions that I've made that have essentially brought me to where I am now. And I think they've seen, you know, I think in terms of you know making a difference positively, mm. you know, people who encouraged me to go into self-development training, for example, that's yeah. a lot about making a difference positivity, continuous improvement. That's all three of those right there in a nutshell. Is it something that I would have considered had other people not had that conversation with me? I don't know. I don't know that, that I would have necessarily taken a step in, in that direction. So mm. and that, that made a real difference for me because it just opened up so many other opportunities and I found what I love to do. You know, I found that place where, you know, yeah. your eyes light up and it it lights that fire, doesn't it? That it's very yeah. hard, to, very hard to put words to, but your face lit up, so I know that you know what I'm talking about. I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm guessing that, especially in the work that you do, that you probably have that moment as well. Is it been 
I'm not, I, there's definitely key people for me. Has it been, has it been the same for you? Have there been people that have helped you shape that? Yeah. Into those I mean, there's, there's, I think it's, it's a tricky kind of one, isn't it? Because you have influential people in your life in terms of most people have a teacher or a mentor or some sort of um, lecturer or something like that, that really kind of influenced them and guided them in terms of their career. But then in terms of your personal life, there is almost that sort of mentor and influential people within your life as well. And I really do think that, you know, very similar to what you were saying, there's been a lot of times in life where, I mean, I'm only 26, but I've I've been through quite a lot already. And I'm actually quite fortunate about that. You know, very similar to you, I like to think, see the positive as and when I can, not saying it's easy really difficult, really hard to see the positive. And there are many days when I sit there and I moan and I very much go, woe is me. Um, but then I have to have the people around me to be able to support me, to help me get out of that. Because I think it is a little bit like when you've got blinkers on yeah. and, you know, like a horse with blinkers on, you, you kind of, it's very difficult when you're in those moments to see the bigger picture. And I think that it's those people around you, um, that influence you most mm -hmm. but they also there's that saying of your vibe attracts your tribe yeah and so I think the people that are around you it's it's like taking a mold but they're not completely molding you into something that's unrecognizable yeah. Yeah. they're just almost polishing you up and finishing mm -hmm. you off but yeah. then you're doing the same for them. So it's not a complete change. It's just almost a, a similar to you, a refining. And yeah. even if, you know, I always think that people who come into your life that really kind of clash with you come into your life for a reason. They come into your life because they clash with you. So that really then means that whatever it is that you're clashing about really is important to you. Oh, yeah. And you might not have realized that before. Yeah. But, you know, so it's not ever really a negative thing. It's like, wow, okay, I really didn't agree with what this person said. I'm going to be thankful for that because now I know that clearly that is a really big value of mine. That's yeah. really important to me. And as a result, you then might go, wow, I had no idea. Actually, that really excites me. That really, you know, lights that fire and that passion. Maybe that's somewhere that I need to go. So it's not necessarily positive um moments around your life mm -hmm. or positive people around your life that can influence you it can actually be negative clashes that can influence you because it awakens things up inside you absolutely and i think that's the thing i've i've been very i'm very grateful to have had both mm -hmm. I've had people that have had those conflicting values that have really made me reflect and yeah, fight for what yeah. I believe in and what I believe is important to me. It might not be important to the yeah. next person, and but that's it's okay. important to me. And absolutely, yeah. that's okay. And I think this. I think this is why quite often people call them core values, don't they? Because mm. they're they're here. They're kind of really centered and ingrained. And I think people can help us to see value in other things and they we can see value in other perspectives and other people's values and what's important to other people because that's what makes them them and so yeah. you wouldn't want to change that in the same way that you wouldn't want to change yours I think it's that core value isn't it but it's being able to 
have sort of eyes wide open in being able to see why things are important to other people, why other people hold different values and being really open to finding out why those values are really important to them. What is it in their experience yeah. that has shaped that? Culture, what is yeah. it? Absolutely. And I think that's that's always the amazing thing about meeting new people, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, really getting to, you know, to find out who they are and what they're about, what's important to yeah. them and why why what's yeah. happened in their lifetime that has really shaped that what is it that they have experienced that has really helped them to become who they are today mm. and why you connect with them and i think we can connect with people with different values oh yeah totally it's that understanding isn't it that that's theirs it belongs yeah. to theirs it's important to them and it's not about shaping or reshaping it for other people but it's helping I, you know, like you said, that other people help us to see value in other things and help us to shape our perspective. Yeah. Not necessarily flip it on its head. And I think that's that's a value in itself, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's okay if it does flip it on its head, though, as well, because sometimes, you know, um, there could be a whole world or a whole viewpoint that you weren't even aware of because of the people around you, because yeah. of your, that's the nature nurture argument, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and so it's about, it's okay if it doesn't completely flip on its head, but it's also okay if it does. And it's also okay. You know, I always, I love discussing with people because I think it's so interesting. I don't, you know, even if we don't agree, I think it's so fascinating to genuinely try and I I always say this to people to encourage people to try and genuinely understand how they've got to that viewpoint or Mm -hmm. how they've got to that decision you don't need to agree with it but just try to understand it and also calmly try and explain how you got to your decision and Mm -hmm. why it's important to you again they don't need to agree with you but just by being a little bit more self-aware but also aware of the people around it just be a bit kinder as well to everyone and just yeah you know it's curiosity isn't it? it's approaching these conversations with curiosity of yeah you know the wise and I think the you know the flip the table this is about you being in control of the table your tables that you flip this is not about you going around and trying to flip other people's tables this Mm. is about you being open to understanding and being curious and listening and learning and if it flips your own table it flips your own table but it's not about flipping other people's tables exactly exactly and that that kind of um, (laughs) it kind of leads on nicely to the next question which is um do you think that your value and your purpose in life in your eyes will truly reflect the value and purpose other people see in your life so in terms of what you value and what you per uh, what your what you believe your purpose to be internally does that mirror and does that reflect in what other people see in you or is there a difference and if so why that's really interesting I I would love to say yes I would love to say that people on the outside looking in could see that see that for themselves their interpretation of how I show up how I engage how I speak with people how I you know respond and and how I live would 
reflect those values on. I've named them now, so I would be really open for those who just, again, out of curiosity of what other people see to what I, how I think I want to show up and how I fully intend to show up. And interestingly, I was listening to, um, uh, uh, there's some some coaching training sessions going on um, at the moment. And they're sort of mini seminars with different people from global coaches in, in from, from around the world. And I was listening to one yesterday. So I put earphones in, went for a walk while I was listening in. And I was really starting to think as they were talking, you know, how, you know, about that sort of the legacy of how do I want to be seen, not just when I've kind of moved on onto whatever the next is, yeah. but even even now. And it's that there were two kind of key elements that just kept coming back to me of how, you know, people who I meet of that, you know, it's it sounds quite egotistical, but it's leaving people feeling better than when you leave them that that how how do I want people who I meet who I work with who I you know engage with um whether it's personally or professionally how do I want to leave those people feeling and it's I want them to I want them to feel better I I don't know how to describe that that's not saying that I have that influence but even just in terms of people coming away from a conversation thinking you know I I enjoyed that or you know feeling feeling better and I guess the the opposite to that is you know not feeling leaving people feeling negative or drained or demotivated when you've spoken to them so that was the first thing of leaving leaving people better and then the second thing that came up for me was um giving more back than I have taken in this lifetime which I, I guess we'll look different. We'll, we'll, you know, when I mention that, it will, will resonate with people in different ways. But I think, you know, I have whatever time I have in this world, and I want to, on balance, give back more than I have taken. And it's I would really though, isn't it? It's yeah. hard to do that because, especially nowadays, I feel like there's a big culture, and I hope I'm wrong. But I my personal experiences that feels like there's a big culture of take 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 Mm. you know and not really much give it's always okay if I give you that what do I get in return what do I benefit from and there's this whole culture about you can't just I I feel like people feel uncomfortable with just giving and leaving it at that yeah it's it's really interesting isn't it, how you hear people talking about you know it's the the people pleasing element and I think there's a balance mm. with, with anything with any of these characters and behaviors there's a balance and there's a point where it's either overdone or underdone so it's out of balance where it starts to become a negative people pleasing mm. imbalance it's a bloody lovely thing to do, I, you know, and I think it's in balance, but I think we tend to yeah. go with extremes, don't we? So people like, oh, you know, you don't want to be a people pleaser or you don't want to, you know, it's that labelling of certain mm. behaviours and making it feel for people that that is a negative now, if it feels negative to you before you've had that conversation, then it's a case of readdressing that balance. So do you need to bring it, dial it down a little bit? Or maybe you need to turn it up a little bit so that it feels a positive for you. But ultimately, if something feels positive to you and it's not having a negative impact in your life, 
if other people see that as a negative, that's on them. So if you are quite happy in your world, uh, this is feels, as I say this, this is going to be controversial, which yeah. I don't tend to do, but it feels like if it's a positive thing for you and it's not having a negative impact, then that is, that's for you to work that out. It's not for other people to give it a label and yeah. label it as, and that's a negative and there's that whole thing, isn't there, of we're in control of our own space and our own mm -hmm. surroundings. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you take it in terms of COVID, um, you know, there's that whole thing of, okay, there's some people that aren't going to be really socially distancing and there's some people that aren't going to be wearing masks and stuff like that. That's because that's what they believe in and that's what they feel is right. But if I feel like that makes me uncomfortable in a sense, that's not really their problem. That's that's my problem. So I get myself out of that situation because I can control my space around me and I can just move away. Yeah. You know, I think it's and the I, same. And it's, you know, different people are going to have different opinions and they mm -hmm. are going to have different perspectives on whether a behaviour is positive or negative. Yeah. And that's okay. That's based on their experiences. Yeah. But I think it's that influence, isn't it, of um, mm -hmm. does it, if it doesn't, feel like it's a negative to you then that doesn't just because somebody else sees it as a negative doesn't mean that that is a negative but it with anything yeah. it's 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 imbalance isn't it and and if it's out of balance it has a tendency to then become a negative so it's it's not yeah. about removing the behavior completely it's just about dialing it up or dialing it down to bring it back into balance but yeah. I you know I, some people will take advantage if you are somebody in terms of that give give and take some people will take advantage of that mm -hmm. from my point of view that's on them that's for them to sit and work that out for themselves whether or not they felt comfortable doing that and different yeah. people will have different boundaries so actually if somebody has taken more than they have given mm. their boundaries might be different their perspective on it might be different in their eyes they might not see that they have taken more than they've given yeah so again it's just you you know there's you have to at some point take a step back and think I can't worry about what other people are thinking you know this is mm. what makes me happy this is how I feel fulfilled this is how I like to show up and show up with people and ultimately, other people will respond to that in different ways. But I I can own and stand by how I choose to show up. Yeah, but that's so difficult, isn't it? it again, it sounds so easy to say. And I'm sure that there's yeah. many people watching this thinking, oh, yeah, well, like, that's the ideal. You know, I would love to be able to live like that. And I can tell myself that I'll live like that. But yeah. it's so much harder oh, and, and don't, don't get me wrong I'm not I have not nailed this down and and um, have this perfectly nailed down on a day-to-day -day basis I yeah. still will question of okay do I need to take a step back do I just need to dial this down a little bit do I need to look at the energy that is being reflected here and maybe adjust my energy and how I'm showing up to match the other person's does that feel comfortable for me or am I then starting to almost negotiate how I want to show up and that this is constant you know, this is a constant internal conversation of how do I want to show up how does the other person maybe want me to show up 
where is the balance for that and what am I comfortable with to be able to work that through and that's that is you know don't don't get me wrong I haven't nailed it it's definitely a work in progress and and I you know I don't always get it right either but that's yeah. you know, that's for me then to sit and reflect okay what where, where did that go wrong was that on yeah. me was that something that I need to to reflect on to to kind of mm. show up differently another time but yeah and is that something that you do internally or is that something that you go to others for internally is something I sit and just reflect on I yeah and that you know that might be my my ideal of how I want to show up it might be very different for other people there'll be some people listening and watching that will you know have a completely different opinion and a completely different perspective and and that's okay you know this is my ideal this is how I want to show up in my life this doesn't mean that this is how other people need to show up but it ultimately it's working out and reflecting what's what's good for you what's best for you this isn't a right or a wrong this is what's important to you how do you want to show up how do you want to show up for you because ultimately how other people see you show up will be very different it will be influenced by their own values and beliefs and so even how you choose to show up might be seen differently by 10 different people. So mm-hmm. it's it's always just about flipping that script of, okay, what, what is it that's important to me? And, and making sure that that is settled. Yeah. And look at how other people yeah. might see it from different perspectives. And I think that's so true. And it and I mean, talking of different perspectives and 10 people seeing it differently and also more importantly, how you choose to show up and how you choose to portray yourself. And is that actually true to who you are or is it slightly a facade and false? How do you think social media and the pandemic have affected our own view on things we value? Ah, it's been such a crazy 12 months, hasn't it, in terms of understanding what's important to us. And I, there's so many things that have, that COVID has impacted. And I think COVID has impacted everybody, but in very different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when we look at what's important to us, there will be some people who have almost been gifted what's important to them. And there will be some people who have had things taken away that have been important to them and it's like we said with that that when we talked about that first question of fighting for what's important and letting go of what's not important has been I think probably one of the biggest journeys for a lot of people over the last Mm. months I think a lot of people that's probably something that we share in common is that we have recognize and probably taken more notice of and been more conscious of what's important and what's not important and I think now we have this great opportunity as we start to move into that sort of next phase of okay what do we bring with us and what do we leave behind yeah yeah and how do you think social media has affected our view on things that we value I think social media is a heavy, heavy filter 
yeah. filtered view. And I think there's, I think social media has been a huge support to a lot of people mm. over the last year. And I think it, it but it, it's just so heavily filtered, isn't it? People yeah. choose, you know, consciously choose what they share on social media. And also a lot of us um, consciously choose what we want to see on social media. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, we see what we want to see when we don't like it we filter it out what we like we switch time kind of you know that's how the algorithms work isn't it it turns up what it thinks we do want to see and it turns down what it thinks we don't but it's not our conscious decision that's a computer system that is reading the patterns of our behavior when we show Mm. up online and I think in terms of posting you know most people think very carefully about what they post and it, you know that doesn't mean that it's not authentic it just means it's filtered yeah into yeah. what we choose to put out there and so I think that does have an impact because it's not even if it's reality it's a filtered reality yeah and it's difficult on the receiving end to to remind yourself in that moment that it might not necessarily be true because it looks so true yeah. and the filter is so good and I always like to say that social media is uh, when we compare ourselves to others on social media it's like comparing our backstage to other people's front stage it's just a great analogy it's just not the same and our front stage probably looks incredible to other people's backstage see our backstages are both a mess (laughs) chaos (laughs) it's absolutely chaos to make sure that the front stage looks incredible because what's being presented to the world is polished and finesse but backstage you've got all the props you've got all of the crying actors you've got (laughs) you've got everything going on you know um and so how do you think that if it has at all because it might not have I don't I don't know it's kind of your opinion here how do you think social media and or the pandemic has affected um or altered or changed our purpose in life i don't know if it's changed purpose but i think it might have shone a light on it Mm. i think for a lot of people i'm not i've had this conversation with a lot of people over the last 12 months of Mm -hmm. it 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 kind of hit the pause button for people didn't it Mm -hmm. it it was that not in our control not in our influence but somebody somebody somewhere just went everybody stop what you're doing put everything down and think what are you doing and what do you want and so even whether it was no furlough whether it was um changing your working hours or where you were working or the type of role that you were doing changed or the way that you were doing work changed Mm -hmm. or whether you were just sent home for the week while everybody worked it all out we all had to hit this pause button of just this huge disruption of change and with change it's that opportunity isn't it but I think what it did do for a lot of people was give people space to think yeah to you know what what am I doing here (laughs) what do what do I want and actually you know there's a I wrote, wrote a blog on it because there were a lot of people who said to me that COVID almost rescued them from a situation that they felt out of control of you know the 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 impending burnout the overwhelm stress anxiety that the the first lockdown um gave them that space and gave them that 
pause button that they desperately needed, but they didn't know how close they were to that burnout. They needed to see the outer picture, the bigger picture. And I think as well that there's been many people that I've spoken to have actually really struggled with lockdown and they they couldn't just sit still and take the pause. And they've and they realized that for them, keeping busy is a form of therapy for them. That's how they manage, that's how they survive. And it's not necessarily a bad thing as long as it's controlled and they're aware of it. But yeah. I think as well that there's many people who have you know, they've for many years been stuck in a job that they mm-hmm. haven't been particularly happy about, but they just didn't know how to get out of it. And actually, the fact that the business went under or the fact that, you know, they needed to lose a couple of people, it gave them that golden ticket to go, yeah. actually, here's my segue. I'm going to say goodbye without feeling bad because the whole world was in that you yeah. know, situation. And that's where the conversations people are having now, isn't it? Is that, again, it's that... It's forcing people to make a conscious decision. So rather than just rolling with the waves of life of, okay, this is happening. So we're just going to go with it because it's easier Mm. than trying to Mm. get out or swim in an opposite direction Mm. of the tide. What's happening now is that people are, you know, that transition of going back into work, going back into the office, going back into that commute, going back into that traveling around the country, going back into working long hours. And the thought of returning to that, having had this last 12 months of doing something in a different way, is really forcing, again, people to think, what do I want and what's important to me? Yeah, like family or... That values around, you know, family balance, you know, having that fulfillment in in work. All of these things have suddenly been, again brought to the surface of making a conscious decision rather than mm. just going with the tide and you know some people are now saying I don't want, I don't want to do this anymore I want to get out yep. I want to yep. look at what what I can do I want to look at what my options are and I want to explore what mm. else is possible so I think in you know in terms of that values and purpose I don't know that it's changed it but I think it has made people more conscious of it more mm. notice noticing more about the impact of life decisions yeah the negative and giving people the opportunity to make changes because there's so yeah. many other changes that are happening that's creating that kind of shuffle for people to to do something different and I think as well that actually it's made big and I'm talking kind of big corporate businesses here um as well as you know smaller businesses with fewer kind of employees it's made them those kind of big bosses really value their employees a lot more because I think there's a lot more of a human there's been more of a human element put into business because we've seen everyone's kids running around the back going daddy uh so-and-so was trying to put pants on my head blah 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 and you're in the middle of a really important pitch <laughs> yeah and it's not the kids fault and they can't do anything about that and I think there's more of a humanity life that we go you're actually a real human behind that suit yeah oh okay we've actually got a lot in common. And I think as a result, a lot more business has been made because people realize that outside of the paperwork and the suits and the glass boardrooms, 
they both have two kids that are roughly the same age. And so they can go, oh, my gosh, my two-year-old's having an absolute nightmare is yours as well. Yeah. Oh, do you fancy doing that um, pitch for me next week? Oh, that'd be great. You know, and there's more of a human connection. So I think going forward, business is actually changing in a nicer way because people can have more of a genuine connection. And discovering shared values. Yeah. Exactly. Which we might not have had that conversation before. We might not have known what's important to people. We might not have known the things mm. that are really important to them. And I think one thing, certainly things, you know, working in with businesses is that the change of conversation around the fact that this isn't a one size fits all. You know, when we yeah. talk about the hybrid working coming in now, that leaders, managers, um, business owners need to have one-on-one conversations with people and listen to what that person needs to help them to perform at their best in what you're paying them to do. And so what we're doing is we're kind of, instead of like, well, you can do this or you can do this, but you choose what works best for you with no real interest in why they want A or B. Well, yeah. companies and certainly the ones that I'm working with, which might mean that they're more forward thinking in terms of, employee well-being and understanding yes. because that you know they're bringing in a coach and well-being specialist is that people are wanting to understand what's important which essentially yeah. is they're wanting to understand the values aren't they they're wanting to understand what people want how can you know if you've got a happy member of staff you get a very productive high-performing member of staff and so rather mm. than kind of throwing out performance targets people are starting to have those conversations that's not to say people didn't before but more people are starting to have those conversations about how can we help you make it work for you what can we do what do you need how can we support that which means we're getting to know the individuals we're starting to like you said understand who's on our team what else goes on outside of the nine to five yeah important to them how do they spend their time how have they been impacted what support do they need yeah so the connection you're right is much much stronger for those people who are doing it well and they end up actually you know bosses end up getting more value for money as well in their employees value your staff and you get your value returned totally three four double ten times exactly <laughs> my strong point but i know that the return on that investment of valuing your staff you you get a huge a huge return on that investment. return yeah and final question so for someone who's struggling to find their own self-worth value and purpose what advice do you have based on your own experiences in life I think the first step is to work out what it is for you. I think this is, you asked me earlier about whether I have that conversation with myself or whether I, I go to other people for that conversation. I think it's an, it, it is a, re, a reflection for you to work on. Um, and, and you can have support to do that. Don't get me wrong. I have lots of conversations in a coaching role with people yeah. who are trying to work that out. Um but it is something that you need to uncover and, and yeah. work out for yourself. It's, I think, you know, I've, I've worked with people, we've worked out, you know, they've worked out what, what they think their values are, what, what's important to them. And they might have then gone and had a conversation with a partner or people who spend lots mm. of time with them and say, you know, what do you see? Do you agree? Like, have I, 
have I missed something? Like, how yeah. else do you see it? What's your perspective? Um, and I think that helps. But it, I think you have to take that first step first. Um, I have free resources on the website. So if anybody's watching this back, listening back and thinks, actually, I could do with just having something to work through if you're sort of more yeah. logical approach. I've got free resources. Um, I'll pop the link in. People can have a look or just pop me a message. I can send it to you. But I, it's that the first step is paying attention, taking notice, being conscious of what they are. And then start to question, how are you showing up for those now? And how do you want to show up for those in the future? And yeah. um, quite often when we're not comfortable with things, it's because our values are out of alignment or we're not fulfilling our purpose of things we're passionate about in the way that we want to or with as much time that we want to. Um, so I think it's just taking notice of what they are being aware of what they are and then start to think about how do I show up for it now yeah am I am I getting that return you know am I am I making decisions that are in alignment and and how can I continue to build on that moving forward and how else yeah. do I want to show up to that are there gaps in there that I want to do something different but it's not you know this is not a oh well if you just spend two weeks and just give it your real attention that'll be it this is daily this mm. is daily and how you communicate with people you know how you show up how you engage how you kind of get out of those conversations and it's but it's so rewarding you know that that investment in in just that it is living in alignment it's living in alignment with mm. what's important to you and it is I think it really helps with that authenticity of knowing that you're showing up for who you are and what's important mm -hmm. and you'll find people who vibe off of that. You'll yes. find people who yeah. might have that sort of shared shared values. You might find yeah. people with a different set of values, but they connect with you based on yeah. who you are and what you're about. Yeah. I totally agree. I think that's so awesome. And yeah, I I just find it so interesting because based on, you know, what we said right at the beginning with it being such a huge topic and something that many people kind of search for for most of their life, I think you've done a really good job today of kind of showing your value and your purpose, but also including what other people, I'm sure there's loads of people here that have gone yeah me too or oh that's interesting I've not thought of that before and stuff like that so it's yeah it's been really amazing to speak to you today uh, it's been I, I'm I, the thing that I love about doing these is that I love the fact that because you write the questions that you will yeah. have, you will have sat and thought about it from your perspective and and come yes. at it from from your you know, based on your experiences, and I know you yeah. talked a little bit about that at the, you know, the beginning about some of your journey, and that's mm. reflected in the questions that you've asked. And so I love, I love that, but I love the fact that it, even within how people come in and ask questions, that their values and the things that are important to them come through in the question yeah. they ask. And and I love that because it means four different guests means that I will get four different. 20, 20 questions yeah. from different perspectives and based on different values so it shows up everywhere it, it really, really does. does show up everywhere and I think it is that knowing knowing who you are and what you're about isn't it is is so important and what you value 
and what you value. And yeah. Because if you don't know, it's very easy to be influenced by other people. And it's very easy when you don't know what's important or the direction that you're going in, mm. everything becomes an option. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like for me, kindness is key. Kindness is key. Kind heart and laughing and like, you know, I think if nothing else, we've learned over the last year and a half that life's far too short. We have no idea what's going to happen. So what's the point in doing something that you don't enjoy or that you don't value? What's yeah. the point? You might as well, like, go just pop off now. <laughs> like, just, you know, do stuff that you value. Do stuff that makes your heart happy. And ultimately, if you love what you do, that will come through. And then the right customers and clients will come to you yeah. because they will share that passion and share that value and, and purpose. Whereas if you really don't like what you're doing, I mean, there are people that don't like what they're doing, but their reason for doing it is so strong. Like, for example, they could be, um, I don't know, stacking shelves or something like that, and they could absolutely hate that job. That might not be where they wanted to be right now, but it's helping to pay for their child to get through university. Yeah. And so that is the passion and that's the value and that's the purpose for doing this job. And so yeah. therefore, although what they're actually doing they don't enjoy it will still come out as they're passionate it's, about it it's the enabling isn't it it's yeah. something that enables them to do the important thing and exactly. you know, let's, let's face it for a lot of us being able to find that passion and purpose that also pays the bills is you know that's quite a, a hard, golden ticket that's a hard ticket yeah absolutely it's a hard goal to hit isn't it because yeah. often we might be able to hit one or two but to get all of them is really difficult so sometimes we might have something that helps pay the bills but that enables us to go and get the passion and the purpose through hobbies through volunteering life. through life in general yeah exactly. exactly and so it is you know I don't I don't think it's about meeting your purpose through necessarily through work but it's about knowing yeah. what that is knowing what's important to you what you value and making sure that across the spectrum of your world yeah. you are hit, ticking those boxes yeah exactly exactly I couldn't agree more <laughs> and that that feels like a good note to end on um amazing I'm I have thoroughly enjoyed the conversation and thank you so much for your questions um for those of you who are watching uh listening back do please you know feel free to comment and ask questions i keep an eye on it I'm more than happy to answer my contact details will be in the um, information section um helena's will be there too um feel free to make contact ask questions and if you've heard things that we're talking about today that you think are of value to other people please do feel free to share but thank you so much i really really enjoyed it we will be back again next week with a new guest and new questions. Same topic. But thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. And we will see you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And we'll see you all again very soon. Wait a minute. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe.